This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by Damon McDonald. It is Wednesday, 8th of December. This is episode 188. And despite me being the one with a, a newborn waking up at 5am, having to go to work in an hour and a half, I'm not the grumpy one this morning, I'm surprisingly enough. I am fucking grumpy. <laughs> Pulling back the curtains. So about a, a minute ago, Damon said I hated everything I watched. <laughs> I had that's 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 the truth. I I was watching this stuff and boy was I miserable <laughs> afterward. Um uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I mean, we'll get into it. There's there's a lot. It just seems like a real weird time. Weird time. I I would say the weirdest times I can ever think of being a fan of a certain pro wrestling promotion called New Japan Pro Wrestling. Very, very strange indeed. Um, I think it's like, it, it's if you are forcing yourself to watch something, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. I think the only people who are getting enjoyment out of these tournaments are sickos like, <laughs> like me and the people who frequent our Discord. But here's the thing, like, I'm not going to knock you for for finding pleasure out of it. I wish I, I, wish, I, I wish I was there. I, I wish I wasn't the grumpy one. Trust me. Trust me. Um, but, and I was just, I, I was left scratching my head on more than a few occasions. More than a few occasions, I was just nodding off. More than a few times, I'm, I'm checking my phone. I don't, I don't know what the fuck for. And, um, well, I, it, it's, it's background viewing for me. I, it's not something I right time to watch the World Tag League. Stick it on, you know, sit in front of the TV watching full, you know, three hours with no interruptions. It, I, I have it on in the background while I'm eating my dinner or taking care of the kids or whatever. So it's I think it's something that is for, for me at least is it's just background entertainment. So I find it <laughs> less offensive that way. See, I can't do that though, in the sense of I miss shit. I miss shit when I'm trying to, to pay attention to it. As much as I can, I miss shit. I can't just have it on in the background because I'll just be like, "Oh, that match is over." I didn't even, didn't even fucking watch it. And then I got to rewind it and be like, "Let me actually watch it now." Um, I can do that with other sports. I can't do that with pro wrestling. I just can't. Um, it's uh, I don't know, man. It, I, like I, like it's really hard to to get excited about it out of the gate. And I appreciate all the hard work everybody's doing, but again, some of this shit was just not for me. That is for fucking sure. Well, should we start with the good stuff? Yes. Something that you should be excited about. Let's which, get the people. Well, I, I say excited or terrified, which oh, is oh. this little tweet that popped up saying, uh, Katsuyori Shibata will be in attendance December 15th yeah. at the best of the Super Junior World Tag League Finals. Shibata has requested to make an important announcement directly to NJPW fans. Coming out of the closet, which, isn't he? 
<laughs> right? Good for him. That's right. He's coming. Say. He came out to his family. And now he's coming out to us, and and that I appreciate. Good for him. Chapin, chapin. What? <laughs> chapin, fucking. I don't you know, remember those the the text. His his sex thing. The big scandal that was like I don't know was it 2017 or something? And he was texting back and forth with a lady, and their their sex talk was chapin chapin. I have chappin not fucking. a fucking clue what you're talking. about. What you've never heard of the Shibata chapin chapin? Oh my god! Uh, I've got to find this. Uh, maybe now Shibata. I do. I kind of do. Help me out. Send, send me something. I'll quickly read it, but I don't. I kind of remember it. Yeah, he was involved in some nonsense, wasn't he? All right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have to look this up. I will look it up while we're recording. Okay. But in the meantime, All right. this, uh, the, I mean, I'm, I'm, I said on Twitter, this is, there's no middle ground here. This is either he's back full time wrestling and I'm over the moon or. I'm re- it's him retiring and I'm heartbroken and it's going like, to ruin the rest of the <laughs> my New Japan fandom. I don't think there's anything in between. Um, I'm sort of leaning 80% towards it being the good thing mm. and him announcing that he's back, yeah. but I can't rule out the possibility that it's him coming out saying, sorry guys, I've decided to call it a day after that fun exhibition match. Toodle-o. I'm just going to be doing the, the dojo stuff full time. Peace. Yeah. What's, what's your feeling on the matter? Uh, I don't think he, he would announce that. Like, I don't think he would get in the ring and announce that. I think that would just be a, a, a thing they announce via social media or whatever. And then they have a retirement match maybe or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm leaning heavy on uh, some type of active pro wrestler as in – he might have a match at any one of the dome shows, all three of the, you know, two of the dome shows, the Yokohama show, um, whatever. But I don't know exactly what that'll look like. Again, do I expect him to be a, a touring pro wrestler? No, but I expect him to be, I expect this announcement to be something along th- those lines. I would hope. Because guess what? I can't, well, all right, first and foremost, it's not like we've seen a, a, him a ton. But I will say that when we have seen him, it's been the most exciting thing that we talk about, right? When he shows up or he's involved or there's something involving that man, we are into it. So if it is a retirement announcement, again, which I don't think it is, um, and I will say people have been kind of tight-lipped about it too, um, but I'm... I'm confident it's it's a positive as opposed to him stepping away. Fingers crossed, of course. What do you think would be an appropriate comeback match for him? Huh. If we're going to lean all in on the positivity, okay. I think this is him coming out saying, I'm back and I want to wrestle so-and-so at Wrestle Kingdom. You're thinking like a canter? That would make sense storyline-wise. Oh, there it is. I'm now, I'm, uh, can I can I quote you? Can I quote these things? Yeah, please do. <laughs> so these are these are translated Shibata text to back and forth with a lady. Yes, uh, Shibata apparently. Uh, your vag was kind of wetting. The reply was because your gaze turns me on. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the female. I am I'm in my period now, so I can't send mine, I guess nudes, uh, it was really good. Too bad to hear that, 
but I understand your situation. <laughs> it's no, been there fine. before. Yeah. I was so sad that I couldn't get off my phone. Uh, have you what? <laughs> I couldn't even read. Have you washed your vag? <laughs> there it is. Chap and chap. I've washed my vag. What does chap and chapin mean? I don't. I think it's some sort of onomatopoeia sounds for, you know, like the. To spick and Spanish? Sort of bodies, yeah, but bodies slapping against bodies, maybe. <laughs> Have you ever had a girl send you a text that says, I've washed my vag? <laughs> That's a positive sign. And, like, Shabbat is very, very casual about it. So, Good to hear, he puts. Good to hear. <laughs> Girl, I want to do chapping with you right now. I guess fucking, right? Yeah, slapping. Yeah, slapping. Balls against... Anyway, really. Well, good for him. Um, good for him. <laughs> Have you watched? You'll read all, all the way to the end, Damon. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Just more. I didn't click. Uh, I want to do chapping with you right now, says the young lady. Shabbata, same here. <laughs> He's very casual. And then the girl, just right to the point, goes right to the crux. I want to fuck. All right. That's, that's a message you want to say. Imagine getting that on a, on a, around one o'clock in the afternoon. Just getting that text. I wanna, f- not I wanna. I want to fuck. God bless. But look, and then the response, which is I probably my favorite. I don't of have the, the response. Exchange. I don't have the response. You do. Oh, do, I, I, do I, I'm sorry. I have it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so, girl, girl, I, I want to fuck. Yeah. Oh, you want to do? Shibata. You want to do a reading? Why don't we start from the? I'll start Shabbat part, and, and you play the the role of the, of the young lady. Uh, I'll do Shabbat. I was so sad that I couldn't get off my phone. Have you washed? Have you washed your vag, chappin' chappin'? I've washed my vag, chappin' chappin'. Good to hear. I want to do chappin' with you right now. Oh, same here. I want to fuck. <laughs> chappin', chappin', fucking. <laughs> I mean, look, we love Shibata as a wrestler. You know, that match with Okada, one of the greatest oh. matches of all time, in my opinion. But it's, text game. it's hard to argue against the best thing him having ever created, it being Chappin' Fucking. Chappin' Fucking. You know what? I'm going to make a Spotify playlist right now. Chappin' Fucking. <laughs> That's great. See, I remember this now. This was, this was the, um, like, the, uh, uh, they were on the bus or something like that. Like they were touring and and uh, uh, something about oh no this is when he was making fun of fans wasn't it <laughs> didn't he do that too wasn't he that guy I can't remember I think he was I think he was the guy that was making fun of fans because that 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 is that the same girl who dimed on him yes I think so right <laughs> now this like is all four year old right right yeah oh, see there you go Chapin fucking. Oh, Shibata. Maybe he got hit in the head too hard, right? Maybe maybe Okada just clunked him in the head too hard, and he's sending off, firing off these kind of texts. Oh, look. I think uh, I think I'm going to save this picture because this is one of the greatest things I've ever read out loud in my life. I felt good about that. That felt good. I felt like a good a good reading. I feel like we could turn it into a sitcom or something. Shibata, chapping fucking. Brought to you by Verizon. And you know all our listeners, their loved ones, their partners, their lovers, when they 
get a cheeky little text saying, oh, I can't wait to see you tonight, or I want to fuck. All of you, every single one of you listeners, are going to want to reply saying, chap and fucking. Yeah. Do it. If you don't, you're... And let us know how it goes. do it. Let us... Yeah. Here's what I want everyone to do. Let's let's have screenshots. <laughs> yep, screenshots. You can send them to Joel. And again, uh, let us know if you want us to share. We don't have to share, but or if you just want it for our hour. Keep amusement. it anonymous. Yep, keep it anonymous. Uh, let us know how that goes. Just if it gets a little, if it gets to the point where you're thinking you can pull it off. I mean, just don't randomly do that because you know they'll be like, "What? What are you talking about?" But you know, if you get kind of get a little, "Hey, you look good today. Oh, good. Uh, like you know, boom." And then you 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 chuck that one in. Screenshot, boom, send it our way, uh, and we'll have interpretive readings. Um, uh, and that'll be great. That'll make my that you know what you know what's going to put me in a good mood. Getting that, getting those, I will be peeing my pants. All right, well, let's get into these tournaments. I'm going to send one to Cheryl right so now. Hate. I think. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that! I'm sending. I'm sending fucking Chapin. <laughs> She'll be like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm going to send. I, I I'm going to send it to her right now. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, um, let's do this. If I sent that to Mally now. Yeah, he's currently Send it right sleeping. Now. We, we got to do it at the same time. A baby on either side of her, she would probably get out of bed and come in and strangle me. I'm going to do it right now. Chapin, just, just for waking her up. And I'll send you the screenshot. Chapin. Uh, you, no, you've got to send it to her. Come on. Chapin. Can I wait till she's awake at least? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't wake her up. During the work. Day. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me just get to Chapin. And, no, it changed it to Chaplin. <laughs> Charlie Chapin fucking. Uh, all right, Chapin and fucking uh, I N. I'm sorry. All right, I'll send it. Boom, and I'll screenshot you. Just to just to confirm that I sent it. Um, see photos, and we'll send it away. <laughs> this is great radio, wasn't it? <laughs> Damon sends a text. Damon sends a text, and I send you the screenshot. All right, that should do it. Boom. There it is. Confirmed that I did it. And I'll send you the response as I get it. Exciting news here on the Super J cast. <laughs> Top quality drama. Yep. Uh, okay, so best of the Super Juniors then. Uh, in the field currently, we have Show, who's still on top with 12 points. We've got Despi and Hiromu breathing down his neck with 11. Yo, Robbie Eagles, El Phantasmo, Taiji Ishimori with 10. Bushi, Taguchi, Kanemaru on 8. Watto on 6. And Doki on four so i mean my attitude towards this tournament it reminds me a bit of the the arsenal summer of 2003 me uh, too basic <laughs> <laughs> it that was a we we narrowly lost the league the year before and everyone's like oh let's you know we need to buy a load of new players so we can challenge man united but we didn't we brought in a few sort of low-key signings we brought in uh, an experienced goalkeeper we moved one of our young uh, central midfielders to centre back, so just very very minor tweaks, you know, veteran coming in and just moving things about slightly. And then that season, we were incredible. We went the whole season unbeaten. Now I'm not saying that this best of the Super Juniors is a, is an all timer, but what I mean is there's just been like a couple of little tweaks, a couple of returns, and I think this is for me the floor is very very high here. I don't think there's been anything bad that I've seen so far. Um, I mean, if I just sort of take a match at random, an opening match from. The recent show I watched, like Doki versus Ishimori. Right. This is a really good match. You know, these guys have got 
very good chemistry. Technical levels extremely high. You know, these guys know each other. They all know each other well. They've all wrestled each other plenty of times before. So uh, you don't have that situation that you do sometimes when you've got new wrestlers coming in where they're they're not quite clicking. They're not quite on the, the same wavelength. These guys, they've all had plenty of experience wrestling each other before. So they're going out there and putting on really good stuff. The problem is, it's just, it feels ice cold because yep. it's in front of clap crowds and no one's watching. There's no buzz. So it's on, you know, the actual in-ring stuff that they're delivering, I think is really good, but no one's getting excited about it, which is, you know, fair enough. You can't argue against that. That's something we've said it to death. There's, there's not really much more analysis you can offer, uh, over this this clap crowd stuff we just um it, you know everyone's working hard we're also missing the buzz of uh, real high-end matches like it's again okay, another analogy uh it's like a, a delicious cake with a moist perfectly baked sponge but plain icing no cherry on the top oh maybe like a victoria sponge very nice cake but no one's getting excited about it no one's talking about victoria sponge except for sickos so and, and look to be honest like new japan they're not even updating their own fucking website with the results yeah. so they're not doing themselves any favors there uh so good tournament but nobody cares i would say it, yes okay so if, if 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 we were to say okay let's take out all the clap crowds not you know all the that struggle um all that all the headache and just said purely on match bell to bell yeah, these have been good. They haven't been great. They've been good. Um, uh, but with nothing that I will remember, not, not only next week, but five minutes after I watch. It's it's fine pro wrestling, good pro wrestling, solid pro wrestling. Nothing bad, no fuck-ups, nothing horrible, nothing to laugh at. Just good pro wrestling in that means absolutely nothing. I hate to say it. That means absolutely nothing because I feel like anyone, anyone could dial in on maybe the finals or the semifinals and feel completely content with, okay, I'm all caught up on New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? Like what has been the, what has been the major takeaways to this tournament so far, Joel? Well, I've got my bullet points here. Okay. Are, you, are you inviting me to go through them? or you By might... all means. By all means. Because okay. I'm dying to find this one out. Okay, so these are just random notes that I've made while watching. You know, I'm not going to go wrestler by wrestler, match by right. match, anything like that. So, first of all, Young Lions. These Young Lions are nasty. They seem nastier and edgier than previous Young Lion classes. Like, the match that stuck in my mind was Oiwa against Nakashima. Uh, just a, a little moment that's going to stick with me where Oiwa has Nakashima on the ground. I think he might have had him in a full mount position and he's just battering Nakashima with forearms and elbows. And then just the, the time's taken away, 10 seconds left, he pins him, Nakashima kicks out and then he just pins him again just out of desperation. And it just made it seem like Oiwa getting this win in the, the curtain jerker, uh, twin Messi Shizuoka South Hall was like the most important thing in the world to him. So I want to give, throw them uh, a bit of love for just going out there in these, you know, random ass arenas in front of clap crowds wrestling, like their life depends on it, which is uh, I, to, to me impressive. Okay. So I want to throw the young lads a bit of love. Let me, let me address that. I agreed. I agree with that. 
Um, I agree with the fact that they go out there and they bust their ass with with what amounts to maybe four moves um, and captivate for 10 minutes. What does it mean in the end? Because anything that we see here is a five-year payoff. And yes, it's good to be there at the ground floor. It's good to be there as we go along for the ride with the Young Lions. We always say it. But let's be very honest here. This is not going to bear any fruit until four or five years from now, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a low bar to clear, but they didn't waste my time. They didn't make me regret watching it. Okay. So they, they entertain me. As for, for what it is, you know, opening 10-minute match, I came away from it impressed, which I think is... <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get that anywhere right, else. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. I would agree. Okay. That's fine. Uh, point, you want, point two. You want my next next thing? Okay, okay. Point two. Uh, let's talk about Despi. So this is, of course, the junior heavyweight champion. We're going to talk El Desperado time. There's a tweet from our friend uh, J. Michael, who's at Ryugu underscore Joe on Twitter. After nine matches, Despi has three hours, six minutes, 19 seconds of ring time. That puts him second all time for best of the super juniors after Osprey's 2019, oh. which clocked in at just over three hours, seven minutes. Hiromi did three hours, two minutes last year. For G1, he's behind only Okada's 2019, which is three hours, 19, just over that. And 2021, three hours, 32, which is just a monstrous tournament from Okada. And Naito's 2020, which is three hours, 27. So that's all the people in the three-hour tournament club. So Great. for best of the Super Juniors, Despi, Osprey, Hiromu, and then G1's Okada and Naito. So he is in elite company here and this shows that one i think this is something that i hope will come out in our end of year awards but despy also needs to get flowers thrown at him because he is the man now and he has been booked like the man and the company are are leaning on him like he's the man in these tournaments he's got lots of main events he's getting lots of time and i feel he is going out there and conducting himself and wrestling like a champion and it's nice to see that he is not a, a mid-card, a mid-level junior anymore. He looks, t- to me, looks and feels like a big deal in this division. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you point counterpoint. Uh, he is there so that he does a lot. And, and again, I am tipping my cap. I appreciate it. I'm applauding. But I'm stating what it is. He is there to keep that belt warm for Hiromo to win right that you know if you put the gun to my head probably yes all right three hours he's in uh rare air he's 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 shaving time off of clocks and again i tip my cap for doing the heavy lifting during a time when people are struggling watching and and keeping interest Give me, if you would, Joel, your top moments from El Desperado in this Best of the Super Juniors. Fire away. You got three hours worth of, of content to, to, to sift through. I'm, I'm sure the list is, is massive. But if you could, <laughs> that long list, with th- again, up there with Naito. And Ok- I mean, the biggest names in the company delivering, just spending hours upon hours in the ring, 
what were those top moments from El Desperado that everyone's clamoring about, that everyone's talking about? Well, that's just the thing. I told you, no one's talking about this stuff. This is just me and <laughs> other losers like me <laughs> talking about it. Uh, the the Hiromu match, I thought, was brilliant. Of course, their matches are always great. As it went to the time limit draw, I thought that was very dramatic and not something I expected the, the, the way the match started. So that I thought was really enjoyable. Uh, I think he's done a good job in putting other people over, like uh, the way Sho and uh, actually more recently Yo. I was very surprised that Yo managed to get the win over him. And I thought that was a really good match as well. And I've also very much enjoyed his matches against his Suzuki Goon buddies. And this is the thing about Despi, like he can he can fluidly change from being the babyface main event of one night to uh, the, you know, the healing control the next, depending on who's wrestling against. And there's not many guys in the division have that that range or that freedom. And it's often Suzuki Goon being given those chances. So uh, in years gone by, best of the Super Juniors, Suzuki Goon versus Suzuki Goon matches have been full of bullshit. But this year, when Despi's gone up against Kanemaru and Doki, they have gone all out and, and beat the shit out of each other, which has been great. Yes, I agree. I th- again, I don't want this to be a thing where I don't think that what he's doing in the ring isn't uh, worthy of my time. That's not it at all. It, the, the, the challenge I'm having is that this is, I don't want to say it's meaningless because that's not fair. I, I just, uh, maybe I'm missing, miss, missing on, and it's every year. Don't get me wrong. And we could say the same thing for World Tag League. And we could say the, the same thing for New Japan Cup to a certain degree. Now, I, you know, I can't even say that about New Japan Cup because New Japan Cup to me um, is one and done. And I kind of like that idea of a tournament. Um, sometimes the points thing gets to be a drag. Because once again, it's it's that a little bit of of same old, same old when it comes to Okay, here's a guy everybody thinks is going to win. Starts out cold as as ice heats up toward the end to make it interesting and to keep everybody competitive and to keep the numbers kind of close. Blah blah blah. Uh, sometimes I I really don't like the points format. I like just one and done tournament. Look, I, it, Joel, it's not like I di- I disagree with any any of your points one hundred percent. I I just I feel like I'm at the point where I need something that matters. Um, and it's f- and I'm finding that struggle. Um, until we yeah, get I mean, these are the, it's the same roster that we've been watching wrestle each other for what coming up to three years now. Yeah, you know, it's a, the, we we need some new blood in there. We need a bit of freshness, a bit of excitement. Something needs to happen, and you know, they've tried, you know, with the show heel turn and all that. But they, I think. They're doing the best that they can, given the circumstances. But at the same time, uh, I can't blame anyone for not being excited about it because it's not exciting. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not excited by it. Right, right. I guess that I, that's. I think that sums it up perfectly. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not excited by it. Yeah, that's. It's like a. It's like a. Like an unenthusiastic hand job that we're getting right now. You know? Nobody, you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody's going to complain that you're getting a hand job, but it's like, ugh, can you just like make it look like you're into it somewhat? That's what we're getting. <laughs> we just look at me. Please. Yeah, just just say, tell me I'm sexy or something. I don't know. Say say something sexy. Maybe put the MacBook away while you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Stop watching hot ones, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I, I'll go through the rest of my points anyway. Oh, uh, I want to talk about Yo, his gear, which is just like oh, a big baggy, a big baggy white sweater. That's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. Uh, but yeah, he's having this rejuvenation, and like I said, he beat the champion, beat El Desperado. I think he is a, a very underrated wrestler, and he's having a low-key good tournament. I know he was overlooked, and people were more concentrating on show than yo, and he seemed like a bit of an afterthought. But if you're actually watching his matches, I think there's there's really good stuff there. He's like a, a less flashy Sonata, but without the flaws. It's all more polished. Uh, the emotions there, and the, the, the sloppiness is not. So... I would love to see something happen with Yo because I think he's a really talented wrestler and he would deserve better than just being sort of, I don't know, the, the next Bushi or whatever. Although Bushi got a junior heavyweight title reign at one point, so maybe that wouldn't be so terrible. Do you think Yo will ever be a, a, a champion? I mean, if they keep having to have the same fucking 10 guys on the <laughs> roster for the next few years, then sure, why not? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I think they missed a boat on him. I don't know. Maybe they're they're. I, every time I I want to say that they're they're ready for him, it just it just doesn't happen. He's a guy that that I think people struggle with too. I, what you know, we love the praise New Japan's booking and 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 especially. Maybe not in recent years, but there, there's a, there's still stuff that you can you can hang your hat on. Man, there are times where they just missed the boat. I think Yo's one of them. I remember people, and again, mind you, this was in Discord, but like they people like Yo, people were more high on people were more bullish on Yo than they were with Show. I find that. I find that uh, I, I agree with that to a certain degree, but man, New Japan certainly does. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. Woo. He's 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 lost right now. Well, let's talk about Show then. Now you mentioned him, and it's been interesting. Like he started off with this dominant run, and he's still top of the pile. Let's let's we forget. But with this new House of Torture gimmick, and he's whacking people in the head with wrenches and, and cheating to get the wins, but he is starting to slip up. And it, they were sort of telling this story where he can get the advantage over the baby faces, you know, wind them up, get in their heads, beat them. And, and the cheating gives him an edge over the good guys. But he can't outfox the more crafty guys, yeah. the, the veteran heels, guys like Kanemaru or El Phantasmo. have been there, done that. They know all the tricks in the books. And show what I enjoyed about this book is it's like, okay, he's turned heel. He's a bad guy now, but he hasn't turned into a genius overnight. And that's, I think, something that rubbed me the wrong way with the evil turn, that suddenly he's able to outsmart, you know, a load of guys on the roster that he really shouldn't be able to. We're just the same shit every night. But show is trying that. But against these craftier guys, he's coming unstuck. And that actually, that was going to be my angle until Robbie Eagles managed to beat him. So thanks, Robbie, for torpedoing my analysis. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, you know, say what you will about the interference. Um, I... I'm going to say it, Damon. I think this House of Torture show is more interesting than Chaos Babyface show. I'm not saying the matches are better, but I'm saying from a character standpoint, it's more interesting. 
I like the silly faces. They are very, very silly faces. I know you hate them. I, hate them. I, I understand he's got to do that to sort of project. It's, it's like theatre. You've got to project the emotions to the people in the crowd sitting at the back. So I understand why the silly faces are there. I find them quite entertaining. I said on Twitter, he looks like a, a clown. He looks like the clown from Test Card F. So um, I am actually quite enjoying his matches. I reserve the right to stop enjoying him after two years of, of ref bumps and wrench shots. But for now, it's a, an interesting new dynamic to the the junior division in general and this tournament and i mean we should talk about the finished elp versus show in a minute i'll talk about that when we talk about elp but that that was really something so i'm going to leave that as the hook but yeah house of torture show i don't hate it i don't hate it um yeah um i'm 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 not there (laughs) i here's the thing what's I find frustrating is the idea of, I guess let's put it this way. And maybe this is a terrible example, probably is, but fuck it. We're going this way anyway. I know that nine times out of 10 during an Abdul the Butcher match, I know what I'm getting and it's probably not going to be for me, but it's going to be that way from the get go. Right, it's going to be that way from the jump. He's going to go through the crowd. He's going to bleed all over everybody. He's going to do his little with his lips thing. Uh, he's going to have those big fucking bug eyes. He's going to stab somebody with something, uh, and it's probably going to end in a disqualification. We uh, we know this. Yet there is some level of enjoyment to that occasionally. Okay, so we have that picture. But we'll set it aside. Now with show, we have a guy who gets in there. And has great pro wrestling matches. Rachel, he has great pro wrestling matches. He, I mean, in his career, should I say. So he's had great pro wrestling matches in his career. That nobody cares about. That nobody cares about. He now has very good pro wrestling matches as this shitbag heel where... Again, for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever the fuck we go, we have uh, uh, pro wrestling matches that are that are very good. And then it ends in shit. Like if he just came in there and just cheated all the way through and, you know, went went fucking all in on the gimmick of being the shit bag instead of 10 minutes, 15 minutes of of Let's be honest here. For the majority of it, baby face pro wrestling. And uh and then shitbaggery, shithousery, whatever. Just I, I'd rather House of Torture be that. I'd rather House of Torture be Abdul the Butcher as opposed to 95%. Yo, I don't pick a baby face working in you know Rick Martell and then five percent Abdul the Butcher. Does that make any sense, Joel? Yeah, yeah, I see your point. I mean you, you want it to be consistent so you, you know what you're getting with them. But I, I I'm probably gonna be in the minority here. I'm enjoying the little dynamic and the drama when I see him wrestling these tournament matches of is is he gonna work? You know, is the 
the babyface, or in a lot of cases of this tournament, the heel going to manage to overcome him. And I think uh, some of these closing sequences have been quite entertaining, like the, the Kanemaru one where they're throwing the referee at each other and, and dodging out of the way, and the El Fantasmo one, which, again, we'll come on to very, very soon. Um, and, you know, Robbie Eagle's trying to fight against the odds. I don't know, it's, it's working for me, but... Um, I'm sending you stuff, yes. If, if he was just babyface chaos wrestler show then i probably wouldn't care about the finishes of those matches you know i wouldn't give a shit about whether or not kanemaru can beat him or whether el fantasmo can beat him but now that he is a shit bag i am actively cheering for the guy against him uh, so yeah there we go yeah <laughs> what have you sent me here? all right being that we're talking earlier as marlon brando <laughs> collection on letterman say that again please for the for the our audience please Chris Elliott as Marlon Brando collection on Letterman, oh, 1987. 1987. So let me paint a picture for you here, Joel. As a youngster growing up in the summertime, I would stay up very, very late, very late because uh, I had no school. And uh, I just worked. I just stayed up very late, four or five o'clock in the morning, watching TV, listening to college university radio. Uh, and uh, I would watch David Letterman. David Letterman was a late night chat show uh like 12 30 came on and uh he would ha- you know let letterman i loved uh, and he had a, a writer by the name of chris elliott who did some movies did the cabin boy i think it was one of them uh and then he did this bit where he was playing marlon brando uh i want you to tell me if you can guess what pro wrestler looks exactly like him <laughs> um and i saw it and i was like Holy shit, that's fucking Chris Elliott as Marlon Brando in the ring right now. Who could that be? <laughs> it's ELP. It's ELP, right? It really does look like it. It really does, right? It, like, it really does. So if you, uh, anybody, you could tweet that out if you like, Joe. Um, but if anybody would like to uh, Google uh, or YouTube those bits, they are rather good. But yes, that is fucking ELP. Thank you very much. Right, so ELP then. Yeah. I, okay, here's a hot take. I think he's been one of the best wrestlers in this tournament. And I know we talked last week about him possibly making that transition to be a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. I, I think he is a guy who, if you were to tell him tomorrow, right, ELP, you're now a babyface, you know, go out there and have killer tie matches. He could absolutely do it. And he is just, in this tournament, he's dipping his toes into that tweener zone. So there's a finish to this show match, which I know you're going to shit all over. So I'll, <laughs> I'll hand you the the floor afterwards where he kicks show in the nuts with the loaded boot. And it's so painful that show is just writhing around on the floor and just taps out. I thought that was hilarious. The Taguchi match with El Fantasma, uh, he spent about five minutes just showboating to the crowd. It, it was part of the story of the match, but th- this is a guy who knows how to entertain the crowd. And he also knows how to wind up the crowd. And this is these increasingly ludicrous boot finishes are becoming a real guilty pleasure. I know I should hate it, and I know you do hate it, but I kind of love it, and I am enjoying El Fantasmo in this tournament a lot more than I thought I would. Well, uh, we're wondering why New Japan Pro Wrestling's viewership is down. <laughs> I, I'm gathering some of it has to do with this. Um, I'm gonna okay. Let's play pro wrestler now. So I'm show. And I get hit with a low blow. 
right? Which we've seen countless, even Kevin Kelly. No, a low blow with a loaded boot. Um, Don't forget he's got the, the, the sudden death, super strong foot thing going on. Yes, of course. How can I forget? Uh, so he gets hit with this gimmicked fucking foot. Okay. Right square in the family jewels. The, the Frank and beans, if you will. So down goes show, and he taps out. Now, we've seen pick your favorite finisher. Pick your favorite death-defying high spot. Pick whatever you want. And we've seen people kick out countless times. We've seen people get dropped on their fucking head countless times. We've seen it all. Now, again, we're going to get hit in the nuts with a foreign object, which we've seen a million times as well. Either we have to do a thing where show is completely out of this tournament, that it was such a – you literally popped his testicle like it was a grape. Or this is a nonsense finish, which it was. Your show, you get hit in the nuts. Can I ask you a serious question? Why would you tap out? Because you're unable to continue. You're in so much agony that you know you just want to curl up and vomit and you've got no desire to continue. You can't wrestling. move. You can't roll out of the ring. You can't try to recover. You can't, you're you're that devastated that you tap out. I'm playing kayfabe fucking pro wrestling illustrated now. You're that hurt that you can't roll out of the ring. Again, you're a seasoned pro wrestler, right? You are hit so hard by a kick. Again, it could be loaded with steel. I get it. Okay. In the nuts. So terrible that you couldn't roll out of the ring. You had to tap out. Really? Yes, I mean this is the, the, the this is the diseased brain of of House of Torture show. There's no logic anymore. It's he's just no he's, you, can't, you can't predict what he's going to do, Damon. He's snapped. He's lost it. He, he got tired of Rapongi 3K losing all the time, and now nothing he does makes sense anymore. I mean this this even again even Kevin Kelly was like I have never seen that in all my years of pro wrestling, and I don't think he was saying that in oh my god look at the groundbreaking you know, revolutionary thing we just saw in pro wrestling. He was sitting there in his comfy chair, probably in his boxer briefs. Well, there's a site. By the way, I've noticed Kevin Kelly, he's, he's uh, gotten a little gray. He's kind of let the, uh, let the, uh, the, the grays come in. Have you noticed that? Uh, I can't tell that I have. I, I, I did see that. He said he's probably going to be spending most of next year in Japan. He's going to be there basically Wrestle Kingdom to, New Japan Cup. So really, well, okay. Woof. Yeah, we 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 appreciate it, but that's not easy, is it? No, it is not. Being away from the family for that long. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're probably sick of him. They're probably like they're driving him to the airport. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> out! Bye, Dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see ya. Uh, he's lucky he gets a hug going out the door. Um, so you sure you don't want to stay for Kizuna Road? That's, they need you there. <laughs> yeah, they might need you there. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That that finish was just 
even and again, as I was saying, even Kevin Kelly was he was like, wow, wow, here's where we're going. Um, look, I think ELP has for through all this, right, has been at least making the most out of this situation, doing what he's doing more than I can think of anyone else. Like he's like, to me, he's a guy that just does not give a fuck in pro wrestling sense. Like he's thinking so much about this, making it feel like he doesn't give a fuck that, that he's, he's probably more serious about this than anything else in his life. Like it, it feels just like a guy who's going to have, he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do and win however he wants to win. Um, I don't know if this is captivating, but yes, for a, a mindless show in the middle of wherever, is this a little bit of a breath of fresh air? I guess, Joel. I guess, man. I guess. But to me, that finish was just hokey as fuck. Made no sense from a pro wrestling perspective. Uh, and I just, like, at first, I had to rewind. Well, Kevin Kelly's like, that's it. The show taps out. And I was, and I had to look back up at the TV because I was not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, really? I exactly the same thing. Right? Yeah. I'd be like, what? What did he tap out to? Like, I didn't even see what he, you know, usually there's a struggle. I was just like, what's, is this a new finisher? And I had to, re- and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. But I will. No, say- I, I, I think it's important that I made you watch it so at least we could have this conversation rather than me describing it to you and you going, oh, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it was, well, I don't think even watching it could do it as just, you know, it's both equally preposterous, but okay. Um, the one thing that I did write down that I did that I did get from this, I will, I will, I will say, and and just like you said before, like you have to, like it feels like show has to learn. Like he was such like the ultimate babyface that he has to learn to be a heel, and the true heels, like the true heels, will get a one up on him. Right, the people who are true to the the heel way of life know all the tricks, know all the shortcuts. They they are always getting the upper hand on him because let's be truthful, he is a babyface, and everyone knows it. And no one takes any of this fucking house of torture bullshit seriously with him. They just don't. Um. Seeds being laid, planted for more Bullet Club e House of Torture split up thing, right? That's what we're doing here. I think so. That's the feeling I've got from this tournament and the G one as well. That the House of Torture has kind of pushed Bullet Club further away from the heel end of the spectrum and more towards the, the tweener end of the spectrum. It's like all the factions have kind of been bumped up a bit. So Suzuki can feel like. I don't know. Are they even neutrals anymore? They feel more babyface leaning than heel leaning for me. Uh, so yeah, just everything's been pushed along a bit by House of Torture. You like House of Torture, don't you? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. I don't. Not good for not for good for this company. Uh, 
Mm, I don't. I want to reserve judgment until we stop getting the payoff crowds because you know maybe this is the kind of thing that a red hot domestic crowd might absolutely love. And you know if there's twelve thousand people in a soccer joe hall stamping their feet and and cheering for whoever to overcome show or evil or whoever it is, then maybe I might enjoy it more. But at the moment, I I don't love it, but it doesn't ruin my enjoyment of New Japan. Okay. And in some cases, it enhances it. Okay. All right. You're being honest. I like that. I hate it, and I wish it would go away. And I that's it. That, and that's that. That's exactly where I feel. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. All right, all right. I'm going to continue to pull out more of your teeth here because I want to talk about Taguchi, who oh. I have been also enjoying a lot this tournament. And here's another hot take: I think he's more entertaining than Yano. He's funnier than him. Oh he yes, we laugh more than Yano. His matches are better than Yano. Yes. Uh, like, yes. and, and particularly, I want to single out his match he had with Hiromu, where their sort of broken brain chemistry just sort of met on the right wavelength. Like, remember last year they had a match that I absolutely loved, where they did all the shenanigans at first, and then Tuguchi just got pissed off and his just face switched, and he got really angry with Hiromu, and then they had a, like a proper fucking hard hitting wrestling match, and that was amazing. This time, because I was watching this match, I, I circled it on the calendar because I know they've got good chemistry. They went and had an entire match <laughs> that revolved around roll-ups, just yeah. back and forth roll-ups. And I found it really, really entertaining. I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought Taguchi and ELP was really funny. He's just a just a really, the, the guy I think who, his sense of humor is much more in line with what I find funny than whatever Yano does. Yeah, he does dick jokes. <laughs> He's great. I think Taguchi is a thousand times better than Yano. Uh, And I think Taguchi is vastly underrated. And I think Taguchi is vastly underutilized. And I would rather watch a Taguchi match than a Yano match any day of the fucking week. Uh, And and once again, in a big spot, a guy who does maybe this twice a year where we we need you to be, again, in a big spot to go, he can do it. And again, interweave some of that comedy stuff. Like, to me, he does comedy right. Like, I feel like he does comedy matches well because he also incorporates really good matches in that. Like, he's able to weave that in and out very well. That's not an easy thing to do. You know, we do hand wave the the, the comedy stuff to, to a certain degree on this show. Uh, he's – he can he – can, Weave in the good match with the comedy. No, I got no problem with that. And remember, I said there was there were there were people that I think uh, were 
head and shoulders and, and interesting, more interesting than anything else in this. In the, he's one of them. There are two guys, actually. He, he was one of them. So it's funny that you did mention that because I've enjoyed him. I can't say across the board, but more times than not, I've enjoyed Taguchi more than I have maybe in recent years uh, in this tournament. Yeah, I also, I mean, you, you mentioned that there about people you're enjoying. If, if I had to pick someone who I think sort of in terms of pure wrestling, who has been the most outstanding wrestler in this tournament, it's, it's got to go to Robbie Eagles. Thank you very much. Like wherever you wherever you put him on that card, whether he's in the main event or the opening tournament match, he is out there just having you know near flawless technical wrestling matches. The, the, he can do legwork better than anyone else in the company, dare I say it. Any, any other time I see high-profile wrestlers trying to have leg matches, I'm rolling my eyes, but he's able to do it when he does do it. And, you know, it's not every week, but when he does do it, it's always on point and the psychology makes sense. And, yeah, just wherever you stick him on the cards, he is he's going out there just meshing with everyone and just putting on a, a bloody great show. Robbie Eagles has had a low-key great year. Um, I, and I think he's got to be in the mix for a lot of the awards that we do. Like, over and above Junior. Like, I would think maybe even most improved or underappreciated guy. Unsung, yeah, yeah, for getting on the fucking plane. Yeah. I mean, look, he's he's in the mix doing that. He had a, he had a pretty great car crash match with Doki. I thought was I thought that I enjoyed that match. Um, yeah, he's been he's been a solid MVP of this tournament. He's been a solid pick um, for me. Two guys, you nailed it. Same two guys that I've enjoyed thoroughly. Robbie Eagles to Gooch. Yep, 100%. All right, the last person I want to talk about is Watto, who I think is a completely different wrestler to 18 months ago when he first appeared. Now, he still looks like an absolute plonker, don't get me wrong, but his confidence is uh, tangibly high, and, and that's reducing the botches. It feels like he's not overthinking things anymore. He's wrestling like a man who believes that he belongs there in that New Japan ring, and I think people are going to catch on eventually. You might not be with with me now, but don't dig your heels in because I think that it's turning with Watto. The Hiromu match, Hiromu versus Watto, that might have been Watto's best singles match ever. And I've said that a few times this year, which speaks to the improvements that I think Watto's making. And, and again, that wasn't largely down to Hiromu. Watto was very, very good, completely on his own terms. But in addition to that, they had great chemistry and a, a building frenzy and intensity to the match that I thought was really compelling. So even though Watto lost, I thought it was a performance that made me think there's potential that he could be a top junior in the future. Oh. But it is the gimmick. The, the gimmick needs to change before that can happen because, I mean, he, he's he's a blue boy, Damon. That's not a gimmick. That's just a colour. You can't choose a colour and say that's your personality. Say that to Brian so Heffron. <laughs> that's the that and the haircut as well uh, and i know people are, might get annoyed and they i think i think it's an ironic love for the i'd like to speak to the manager haircut but for in-ring stuff i thought Watto has been very good this tournament and this hiromi match i thought was a bit of a coming out party for him what do you, what do you what do you attribute to his his growth here what is it the fact that he's not trying to make it to the fucking grandmaster or whatever the fuck that was like, like, what's the deal here? Why, why is he turning the corner here? Because I agree. I feel like there is something that's giving me hope for him. Um, I don't know if he's, you know, Mr. Confidence now. 
that it's better than it was six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago. What what do you think the biggest difference has been? I just think getting the reps in, to be honest. I mean, how old is this guy? He's, he's still really young. He's got to be, what, in his early 20s? Let me let me look it up exactly. But definitely, yeah, he's 24. So that's a lot younger than most of the other guys on this roster. And I think it's just a case of getting in those higher-end matches where he is required to go longer. And, you know, he's had a few of these on Road 2 shows. I remember a really outstanding match he had with Robbie Eagles earlier in the year. And I think it's just a case of going out there and having 20-minute matches where things go right and... He can look back on that and thinking, yeah, that, that was good. I could do this. I don't need to. And, and I just feel that early on, he was overthinking things and worrying about stuff too much. And that was uh, causing him to flub things that he knows how to execute. Right. You know, he's he's got the same training as everyone else. He's done his time at the dojo. He knows how to do this stuff. I just think he, and maybe also, maybe he sort of dialed it back a bit. Some of the, the more ambitious sort of lucha style spots, maybe kind of tone those down a bit and sort of keeping it a bit more basic. But I, I feel saying that would be doing a disservice because these are not basic matches. He's going out there and he's executing some really complicated stuff. So yeah, to answer your question, I just think getting the reps in, getting the experience. He's, I still have money on him, you know. I still have, he's, uh, you know, I still haven't taken off the, the money off the table of him being a major star in this company. He's got a little ways to go, but I remember him going on excursion, and I was like, this guy's going to be big. I was like, this guy's going to be headlining the fucking dome. Well, we got a long way to go here. <laughs> but, yeah, it did, it did feel, and it still does this year feel, maybe it's, as weird as this may sound, maybe the clap crowds help a guy like him where it's not in front of a packed house and it's not in front of you know eyes that are that are waiting for him to fuck up and you know maybe maybe just a little bit more relaxed atmosphere so he can get those reps in again not everybody's going to come out of the out of the gate flying and sometimes people struggle and sometimes people fucking get anxiety going through that curtain and you know yeah you're right he's fucking up shit that you know he can do you know he can do it in his sleep that you you might you might have something there, Joel. You might have something there, and I think maybe some sometimes these you know quiet crowds and low crowds and just what the doctor ordered. You know, sometimes maybe that's it. And again, the gimmicks things too. Yeah, he needs it. He needs. But I will say this too: New Japan, man, they dig their fucking heels in on that. Like they just they they're worse than Vince when it comes to that shit. Like they don't give up on gimmicks for a long. They, they they keep going. I mean, evil's probably the biggest example of that in modern times. But yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be something. Oh, uh, you know what though? I will say this though: they did have balls when it came to Naito. You know, Naito, <laughs> much different guy. You know, eight years ago. That's for fucking sure. So at least they had the guts to do that. And even guys like, uh, you know, well, there's plenty of guys. I'm trying to now. Yujiro is one of them. Speaking of Naito, maybe not for the better, but, you know, you get my point. So, yeah, they could do that. 
maybe I was a little off in saying they, they completely dig their heels in because they have changed people up a little bit. I was about to move on to World Tag League, but I was just looking through the best of the Super Juniors roster, and I would feel bad if I didn't single out Taiji Shimori for a bit of praise. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think he's having a low-key good year as well. He'd be someone I think should be in the mix for Unsung because he's just quietly gone about his business and delivering, I think, matches uh, consistently higher quality than he has done in previous years. In previous years, he's been a bit patchy, you know, so you can go out and have a match of the year quality match but then he's had some matches that have been absolute stinkers but he hasn't done that this year I think he's been really good whether it's been doing single stuff or tag stuff and I think he's been very very good in this tournament as well but people haven't really noticed him because he's not been put in high profile spots yeah I like his tag stuff a little bit better actually I thought that was that was a decent junior tag you know I mean we've seen a lot of it seems like it was the only option people had at this point you know between them and Despi and Kanemaru and yeah. But yeah, I like his tag stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they almost have to at this point, right? You have to step up. You're right. You only have, we, have, we only have so many people on this fucking roster that can work. You know, when I say so many people that can work, it's, you know, just numbers. Like, you know, they're not, they, they aren't really unable to bring in people. So they got to step up. So, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Low key, good year. I don't want to say great year. Good year. Now, as far as World Tag League goes, uh, I mean, let's just look oh, at the standing stuff. Oh, no, actually, before we, we do that, um, have your predictions for the final best of the Super Junior change at all. I'm still going for a Hiromu El Fantasmo final. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, again, Yo fucks over show. Mm-hmm. ELP, Hiromu, Hiromu gets to win. It's got to be yeah. that. I, I, can't, I can't imagine anything else. Again, I said it last week. I, I really feel like they're just trying to get from point A to point B. They just got to get to the dome. They just got to get to the dome. Hit a reset button. Do something. Um, find a way. And I know that again. I said it last week as well. I know they got a. They had a ton planned. Man, they are fucking sweating it. This company is sweating it because if they can't do what they want to do. They got to have a plan B and they probably have to have a plan C. And I don't know if everybody's going to be thrilled with plan B's and C's. Let's put it that way. Well, let's talk about World Tag League then. And this is going to be a lot, a lot briefer than mm-hmm. my best of the Super Juniors analysis because it's World Tag League. I'd be lying if I said I've been watching every card from start to finish. But uh, looking at the points, at least. At the top, we've got a four-way tie with Okan and Hinare, Taichi and Zach, Naito and Sanada, and Goto and Yoshihashi on 14 points. And uh, they are... No, they're not all going to be wrestling each other on the final night, actually. Mm. Uh, final night, because it, it feels like a sort of four-way playoff there. Two of those teams will be wrestling each other. So Yoshihashi and Goto will be against Dangerous Techers. Right. But... Uh, the LIJ boys, uh, Naito Sanada, are going to be wrestling against House of Torture, so Yujiro and Evil. And Hinari and Okan will be wrestling against Gorillas of Destiny, who surprisingly are yeah. uh, already eliminated. Yeah, well, it's a, a big shock because I, I thought they'd be in the mix. We've got Farley and Chase Owens on 12 points, which is a you know, really quite a high total. I was expecting, I wasn't expecting that much from them. I don't know if this is a thanks for getting on the plane, have some points kind of <laughs> rewards, but they, they were effectively eliminated last night by. Uh, I think it was good. Yeah, Goto and Yoshihashi. 
And Evelyn Udro also on 12 points. Tanahashi Yano on 10. Gorilla's Destiny only on 10, so they're out. Uh, Tenkozi on four, Nagata Tiger Mask on two, Makabe and Honma on two, and Suzuki and Takami Chinoku with zero points. So, yeah, I think my my biggest talking point was going to be Gorillas of Destiny eliminated this early. That's that's a shock, isn't it? Yeah, I think just historically them in the mix of the tag scene kind of winds up being, now what do you do with them? (laughs) Right? Now what? We, uh... I mean, you would assume they would remain as a tag, right? Or, or is it? Or is this now? Is, is it time? Is it time for them to go the separate separate ways? Have a little singles run, you know? Everybody was praising Tamatanga, you know, saying how uh, how much they appreciated his singles work. Maybe, maybe this that's you know this World Tag League was the nail in the coffin on God. Right, I think everybody would be okay with that, right? Yeah, it's just strange just seeing that they still have matches against Lij and uh, United Empire coming up in the tournament. So it just seems weird to eliminate them before those two huge matches. Yeah, yeah, it makes them kind of—I don't want to say meaningless because they could still play the spoiler role, and I think they will to a certain degree. But yeah, I just think that's a little bit more of okay. I think we're done with God. I think I think I, I think I'm I'm looking forward to that. I, I would look forward to a, a like a true legitimate singles run. Um, but it does lead to okay. So now what do we do with them for three big shows? We doing like unless God is going for the tag titles. What what? Why would anybody be interested? Why would anybody care? Um. I mean, you do have the never six mans, but okay. It does seem weird. What do you what do you do with a tag team that doesn't really have a a belt to chase? Uh, something else that was pointed out to me by Harley Duncan from VOW is the fact that a ma- a big match that I had circled on the calendar to one to watch out for uh, Lij against Dangerous Techers. Yeah. They put that one on VOD with no commentary. Yeah, which seems very strange, but Harley pointed out maybe they did that deliberately because we're going to be seeing it again soon, either as a final for this tournament or at Wrestle Kingdom. Good point. We we probably will, right? We we, we would that would be the marquee matchup if we're looking at tags to the two tag teams that people care about the most. Aside from United Empire, maybe United Empire and God. Uh, who knows? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, but that would make sense. That's a good point. Why give away? Why give away the goose? Yeah, when we're going to see it in just a couple weeks anyway, for, for real. So yeah, good point. I did enjoy actually just a little moment with uh, Lij against Tenkozy. With after Lij had won the match, Naito mercilessly trolling Tenzan with a towel, like pretending to be a matador, this big <laughs> shitty grin on his face, just waving the towel at him. Yeah. <laughs> Grumpy Tenzan just like walking around yelling at him. That tickled me. I just, I enjoy Naito when he's being a dickhead. Tenzan the bull, um, the bull. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that is it. As far as my analysis of the world tackling goes, you, have you got any <laughs> takes about this? Please, Joel. Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year, right? And, um, 
If it was on its own, then maybe I'd be able to give you a bit more. But the fact that it's together with Best of the Super Juniors and all the other shit I've got going on in my life means I'm not able to use my brain to give you anything, any brilliant insight. And maybe there's not that much. It's really not. I mean, you had it's just it's a pretty yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Tournament, you can't get blood from a stone, Joel. And it's every year. Uh, Again, it's every year. Mm-hmm. And I would say that from a viewing standpoint, it might not be that bad, right? In the sense of, you know, sometimes it's good to have both going on at the same time. For whatever reason, it's just, I feel like it, best of the super juniors always, almost always outshines World Tag League until you get to like the last night. Like the finals match is always going to be good. Um, and I would even think some of the semifinals are going to be really good too. So I think there's going to be much. Those nights will be good on both both sides of the wall, juniors and World Tag League. I think both of those nights will be really good, and I think people will be more invested. It's these night sevens, night eights, just you know, people people don't feel they're important, and uh, and they're not, and because again, there's no angles, there's no setups, there's no you, nothing nothing that's earth shattering. Where if you miss it, you know you're you're falling behind. You be just fine. Watch the good matches at the end. So with these four teams that are tied on 14 points, so Okan, Hinare, Taichi and Zach, Naito, Sanada, Goto and Yoshihashi, which two of those do you think would make sense as finals? Because I'm assuming that Dangerous Techers are still going to have the tag titles as we go into Wrestle Kingdom, so they will be defending them. So I would be tempted to take them out of the finals equation. And I think they will be defending against LIJ. Just from that VOD thing, I think Taichi and Zach... Versus Naito Sonada. At Wrestle Maybe Kingdom. We see that again at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, so which makes me think Naito Sonada in the final against either Goto Yoshihashi or Okan Hinare. And I'm finding it really hard to pick between the two. I would love it to be Okan Hinare just to get a fresh coat of paint. And you know, Okan and Naito have got a bit of history there. Uh, but we did see that in the tournament fairly recently, I want to say. And it was... Okay. It wasn't hidden away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it like that. Which, which you know, this VO, VOD thing has made me think. Mm, I'm, I'm sort of looking for clues now. Sort of thinking, oh, which other big matches were put on VOD? But my brain doesn't want to do that at quarter past six in the morning. So, which two of these teams do you see going through to the final? Um, not Techers, right? So Techers are defending. So that frees the way. Whoever beats Techers. Uh, gets a title shot over and above Wrestle Kingdom, you would think, right? So it kind of sets that up. Uh, which I wouldn't be surprised if United Empire have a say in that. So yeah, I, I might go... That would be... The, the brackets would, would work out that way, right? Would work out with uh, United Kingdom against Naito and Sonata, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I kind of th- I'm, that's what I'm kind of looking at because somebody's got to get a big win over the tag team champions, right, to make it to the finals. That, yeah, that's got to be. I, I would I would think that's United, right? I would think, right? Uh, let me see if they already wrestled each other. That's okay. Uh, see. Did, oh, 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 yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they already beat Dangerous Tech. Oh, well, then, then, then that's that. People screaming in their cars. I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, eh, I don't know if I could do it again. 
I mean, who cares? Wait, wait, wait. who cares? It's the World Tag League. Just, well, just let mean, us know what the final is. <laughs> all right, but but here's the thing too. I mean, again, I think it's important to point out that whoever somebody's got to beat Techers because it's not going to be Techers in the finals. They already got. They're already going to Wrestle Kingdom. You know, they're defending the titles. So I think it's important who beats them in the finals. Their remaining two matches, they've got <laughs> Tiger Mask and Yuji Nagata when? coming up uh, today. Or was that yesterday? No, that was yesterday. No, oh, I'm confused now. See, this is what I mean about them not updating the fucking website. Yeah, no, that was yesterday. Okay, so let's see. Come on, New Japan. You've got to sort this out and make me click on <laughs> links that have, shows that have already happened. Uh, you know what my favorite soccer team is? Charlton. <laughs> uh, they've got Yoshihashi and Goto still to wrestle. Yeah, you think they make it? They might. I mean, why the fuck not? Yeah, why not? And um, also, they Dangerous Techers have got Honma Makabe. They're not losing that. Yeah, they're not losing that. I mean, no, you would hope not. I'll tell you what, if they lose to them, they're definitely losing the straps of the fucking dome. Uh... Okay, well, here you go. This, this Thursday show is mildly interesting in terms of the standings because LIJ have got Tiger Mask and Nagata, so LIJ definitely winning. They are going to be on 16 points. Okay. Dangerous Tech is against Honma Makabe, so they're winning, so they're going to be on 16 points. Right. And then the main event of this is Yoshihashi Goto against Hinari and Okan, which okay. looks like a eliminator there. Yeah. So it looks like by... Probably by the time you're listening to this, this is already decided. Will be out. Yeah. Who's Which winning? would mean then? Uh, oh gosh. You know what? I've I've talked myself into being excited for this main event. Okay. Well, that's good. Mm, it's it's a real coin flip. I'm going to lean towards Hinari and Okan because just for the freshness, I th- and I think you want to give Okan something good to do at. Finals, at least. I was going to say Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Don't think they're going to win the tournament. No, I'd be shocked. But yeah, okay. No, you know what though? Let's. Can we say this out loud? That would be the freshest thing to do. Because you could put uh, uh, Naito in a singles match and not miss a beat. It could be that could be against anybody with a name. Hanare and Cobb. Or excuse me, Hanare uh, and uh, Okan. They kind of need each other at this point, right? You're not going to put them in big-time singles. You're going to put Hanare in a big-time singles match at Wrestle Kingdom? You kind of need each other. This, so you got them You got them a big spot on the show, challenging for the titles, right? Naito, we could put against fucking anybody, and it'd be great, right? So he's a big name. Boy, I think I th- I really do think I might have to change my mind and say United Kingdom does it, but maybe I just talked myself Empire. into it. United Empire. Yeah, but I, what, what I keep calling them? What do I say? You said United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the country where I'm from. <laughs> well, they're going to challenge, right? Both full of bad guys, though. Yeah. The representative from Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm into this. I mean, that this main event tomorrow against Yoshihashi Goto that could be where we find out. Are New Japan serious about this? Yeah, Hinario contact me. It really does. That, that's a good point. That's where we really do find out that. Uh, but look at us! Look at us getting pumped up for World Tag League, huh? 
So we could do it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thought? Who would have thought? Without me. Okay. Uh, I I want to talk about strong. If if you're done with World Tag League, sure. I would love to talk about Josh Barnett rolling around on a ring for 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, first match. This is Detonation. Uh, Leo Rush and Adrian Quest defeating Bateman and Mysterioso. Glad to see Adrian Quest back. He's a guy who I think when we're looking at free travel again. I would not be against seeing him in a best of super juniors. I think he's a really fun wrestler. Got a good high flying move set, which would be entertaining. I think for Japanese fans, uh, second match, Alex Coughlin open challenge series. So Josh Barnett defeats Alex Coughlin in 11 minutes, 47 seconds. Right, okay. So, all right, you go first then. The floor is yours. I'm going right now. Chip, 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 chip. <laughs> that, that sounds like Tommy Wiseau from the room doing a chicken impression. You really hated this match, huh? Oh, I was bored out of my fucking skull with it. Look, here's what it did. It made me appreciate Zach so much because Zach incorporates pro wrestling and grappling and all that and adds pro wrestling elements into this. This was Snoo City. Woo! Oh, boy. I Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I was bored out of my mind with it. And on paper, it sounds sexy, right? Oh, it sounds fantastic. I was I was bored to tears. I hate I hate to be negative Nancy. Bored to fucking tears. Well, I like this. I thought it was different. It's not the kind of match that you usually see in New Japan. It's, it's less of a pro wrestling match and more of a Josh Barnett blood sport style match. Yeah. Uh, so seeing Alex Coughlin doing stuff like this is unique for New Japan, at least. But, you know, even if you hated the match, which I didn't, I liked it because it was different. But that said, if all of the matches were like this, I would get bored quite quickly, I think. It's important to look at the way Alex Coughlin is being booked and, and placed with these unique matches. You know, he's out his singles match with Josh Barnett, Josh Barnett's first New Japan match for, you know, God knows how long. Uh, handpicked for a singles match against Jonathan Gresham. So he, he really is. He's the blue chip prospect in the company right now. He's getting these handpicked opponents. Josh Barnett put him over massively in the post-match talk. And he's having these matches in, in a style that I think is very different to everyone else. It might not be for everyone, but... I like it at least, just for the freshness of it. And I think the company are really, really keen on Alex Coughlin. He seems like the the golden boy of the LA Dojo cohort at the moment. That, yes, I would agree with. Um, I actually was, was, my mind was kind of racing a little bit back to, you know, if you're going to use Josh Barnett, Don't you do the one money match that you possibly could? Right. Yeah, and I will come on to that when we discuss okay. the main event. All right. But uh, yes, I think if they don't book that, that will be foolish. I mean, that's three years in the making. They definitely won't do it. No, that's not happening. Right, why would they do it? It's, it no, who remembers that shit? You know what I mean? Like, who remembers Long Beach and, and JR? Remember JR? Remember good old JR? Not knowing anybody's fucking name? Reading things off a piece of paper, mixing up masks, not knowing his ass from a fucking hole in the ground. Do you remember Juice Robinson? You remember when he was a thing? <laughs> yeah, I sure do. I remember that. I just, I, I'm probably going to be spoiling this, but uh, I've, with uh, the malevolent influence of Boots Leprechaun, I've gifted, I've joined the Voices of Wrestling Secret Santa, where you have to gift some anonymously gift someone 
a wrestling match to watch and review. You've oh. taken part in it before, David. I did before, yeah. And, uh, yeah, again, with the influence of booze, I have gifted someone, Juice Robinson and Enzo, <laughs> going to a time limit draw <laughs> from some indie show at a high school gymnasium earlier this year because I just – I wanted to ruin someone's Christmas. You're a good man. I, you know what? That's, this is why we are pals because you are fucking the greatest. <laughs> Because it was between that and a, a Monday Night Raw match between Dean Malenko and Lita, where they just book Dean Malenko to look basically like a sex pest. It's awful, oh. but there's there's so much problematic content packed into just a six minute video that I might have said it to you. It's really something. It's just that's like 2001 WWF in a nutshell. But like, we went with Juice and Enzo in the end. Wow, I was watching. Um... Now, what I wanted gifted just because of the recentness of it, and I remember being there at the time, uh, and it not being a bad match. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was Luna Vachon against Stevie Richards in a cage from ECW. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, but I was watching Dark Side of the Ring, and uh, they had the, the Luna Vachon story. Uh I would. I probably would have. That, but that's you. That juice Enzo, sixty minute, <laughs> fifteen minute, fifty. Okay, fifteen minute. Okay, thank God. Ah, uh, I would have been. That would have been awesome if it was sixty. If you would have said yes, I think I would have shit my pants right here and now. I'd be sitting in my own feces if you said sixty minutes. By the way, I'm turning. Never mind. I'm not even telling you how old I am. I just talked about sitting in my own feces. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, given my birthday coming around the corner, that's not too far off. Oh dear. Okay, third match here was Jonah making his New Japan debut. Jonah Hill, absolutely. Is, it, is it the star of Super? I don't know why he's dropped the Rock. Why is he not Jonah Rock anymore? I don't get it. Can't stop the Rock. Um, anyway, he he destroyed Lucas Riley in six minutes uh, with the tsunami, and he looked like a monster here. It's just a good old fashioned squash match, like literally a squash match. He squashed him at the end, yeah. and I'm so happy this was in front of a crowd where you could get that great reaction for the the tsunami, the big top rope splash he did at the end, which is a basic move in pro wrestling, but quite rightly presented as absolute death. Yeah. Uh, not least by Kevin Kelly, who did a tremendous job putting it over. He was like, no, no. And uh, yeah, Lucas Riley absolutely played his part. And I can't wait to see Jonah and TMDK. Let's get Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols. Let's get them all back in Japan, reunite the boys. And I think they could really shake things up. And I thought, yeah, very good debut from Jonah. Simple, but did exactly what it needed to do. Yeah, I mean... We're not signing anybody the two-year deals anytime soon, I would think. But I would think he would be on a list of, to be used quite frequently. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't get scooped up by somebody else. But yeah, that was a, that was a very nice debut. Absolutely. And the main event was Yuya Uemura and Alex Zane defeated by the tag team of Hikuleo and Who? some guy called J- Jason uh, oh. J- Jamie Black. No, Jamie Jamie White. Johnny White. That was it. No. Yeah. That was it. I think What it, are we doing here? What it just Go ahead. I said we've said it so many times, but it just it's just like treading water in the doldrums, waiting for for what? What are we waiting for? Are we waiting for a contract to run out? Are we waiting for a green card to arrive? I don't know. Quite frankly, Tim, I don't care anymore. It's a it's a shit or get off the pot situation. And we talked about this a million times. If I'm booking New Japan of USA uh, and I knew Jay White was going to be there for three quarters of the year. Fucking monkey at a typewriter could come up with something more compelling than this 
big old sack of nothing. Right. Like what? What is going on here? Is do, do you think this is filler booking yeah. for a guy that they're just waiting on the green light to get back into Japan, or do you think this is killing time until a contract runs out and he fucks off to another company? Well, if they booked that way, they could do that for countless guys, right? They would have done that for Nakamura for crying out loud. Um, even though that was kind of a little bit of a, I want to say blindside, but it kind of took everybody by surprise. Anywho, but they knew kind of. Uh, anyway, um, no, this is just they don't they know they're they're walking around with their thumbs up their ass. You know he's not. Look, you know he's not coming back to Japan anytime soon. All the stop and start stuff. I know we talked about it a thousand times, and it's gotten to the point where it's just, it's just mind numbing. Um, boy, I just, I just can't imagine. It feels like it was ages ago that fucking promo at the Wrestle Kingdom. It feels like it was ages ago. I, I feel like the most disappointing category in our that's any the year awards is is locked down here, isn't it? Yeah, although there's a lot to pick from in 2021, yeah, it really is. I think that's it. I think it's this. The absolute flame being extinguished on the interest in Jay White. And, and listen, I know we're going to get people to be like, ah, we, I still love Jay White. Oh, switch play forever. It's not his fault. We're not necessarily blaming him. No. We don't know whose fault it is. Yeah. And, but it, does it matter at the end of the day? The point is, it is what it is. It's wrestler into the world to nothing. Yeah. It, this is where we are. I, I mean, I blame the company more than I blame him. That's for sure. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I just know that you, you're going to be in the States for a long, long fucking time. You got a, you got one of the most interesting, talented, compelling characters in all of pro wrestling. Hot as fuck. And this is what we've got? for a, for, Not for a month. Not for three months. Not for six months. A fucking year? And... And, 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 and. We challenge and we have a conversation with Kenny Omega over the Bullet Club that goes nowhere. Wow. Yet, maybe, maybe there might be something to it in the future. We don't know. Okay. Why? I'd forgotten what happened until you mentioned it, to be honest. Yeah. Trust me, I forget every once in a while, and I'm just like, it just like hits me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh yeah, that did happen this year. Good fucking lord! All right, maybe it happens. We'll see. Okay, well that's it from uh, the wrestling side. I just wanted to have one off-topic question before I. Get I love off-topic. So I'm going to be quick here. Uh, Mint says uh, an audio review from Joel of the new Games Master series, please. And Rob says Trevor McDonald as Games Master is Joel pants up or pants down. That is my question. So I didn't know that Games Master come back. For those who don't know, it was a, a UK TV show in the the early '90s about video games, basically. And anyone of my generation probably know it and loved it. And I think it stopped being broadcast in it must have been about sort of 97 98 something like that but it recently came back on e4 they just did a three episode series and i didn't know about it i only found out about it from listening to a games master podcast called under consultation so anyone who's into it Uh, definitely check it out uh i thought it was fantastic really great i thought trevor mcdonald is hilarious perfect fit as a games master trevor mcdonald is a, a an old uk 
news broadcaster, but he just he's like projected on the screen like his head is all massive and he's the games master and setting all these challenges to people to play different games. And um, just the the third episode, the final episode I watched last night in the bath was one of the most uh, joyful TV viewing experiences I've had in recent memory. It was just like forty five minutes of just absolute happiness and a big smile on my face. I thought they've they've absolutely nailed what I enjoyed about Games Master and really just captured the, the essence of the show, but also bringing something new to it and, and updating it for a more modern audience. So I thought it was brilliant. Strongly recommend anyone to, to check it out. So when you finish listening to this podcast, get on YouTube, search for Games Master and uh, enjoy. Uh, speaking of games, I got um, I got that uh, video game console I was telling you about, that that handheld, the, uh, what do call it here? The... The Abernick thing. I showed you that. Yeah, what have you been playing? Talk to us. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what I've been. I know. I I, mean, I, I do know. Um, uh, besides NHL 94, 95, 96, because I always play those. Um, I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro, Pro Skater 2, of course, because I always play that. But there is this fucking video game. Oh, what was it? I got to turn on the system to, to fucking like. You're, you're this girl. It's a Japanese import. It's a Japanese import. Um, you're this girl on this it's like you're in this haunted but deranged like theme park uh and it's like it's a scrolling shooter and i'm, I'm powering this fucking thing up because i gotta i just gotta remember the name because it because i've been playing it forever and it's just like a rapid fire you're like you're just blasting all these fucking things um all right let me see if i can find it give me one second i know this is compelling radio but if you can find a rom of this it's well worth your time and my time as well, Joel. Um, it is. Oh, let me go back. Sorry, Joel. Sorry, Joel. Sorry, Joel. Sorry, Joel. Sorry, Joel. Okay, here we go. It is called. All right. So here are the games I have for the PlayStation emulator. Uh, Twisted Metal Two is okay. I like that. Pro, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. There's uh, a video game called Raymond. R-A-Y-M-A-N. He's like a wormy kind of guy. It's pretty good. Um, again, this is from a person who doesn't play a lot of video games. So Hot Shots Golf 2, love. Um, the name of the game. <laughs> We're at the edge of our seat. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be late for work. I'm sorry. What, 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 what the name of this game right, is. It's called Harmful Park. Harmful Park. <laughs> it's called Harmful Park. <laughs> is that WH Park's? It's WH Park. English alter ego. <laughs> yes. And he joins House of Torture. Yes. Harmful Park. Harmful WH Park is what the name of the game is. Uh, look it up on YouTube. I'm sure you, do, you can do like, like uh, uh, you know, reviews and tutorials and all that shit. It's really, it's A, it's super colorful. It's really fucking, really great for someone with like, like attention deficit disorder like myself. It's per fucking perfect. Uh, but yes, I would recommend that. Harmful Park. All right, that will do for today then. So redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast if you want to give us some money. Very much appreciated. Uh, Discord link, if you want it, DM me on Twitter. I will happily give you one at Cobra Kawaii and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash super j cast if you want one of our great t-shirts in time for Christmas. Mm. Big thanks to editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at lousyhero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling podcast network for other great shows. And keep an eye on the website for that Secret Santa series. Give us a five-snake review on iTunes to help us move up the charts. Follow us on Twitter at SuperJCast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and goodbye.